Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Route. My name is Russell Davis. I'm going to be talking about some youth football today. But before I get started talking about youth football, I just want to kind of give the listeners and people watching just a little bit of background on myself, who I am, and, you know, why should you even listen to me? I was born in Fayetteville, North Carolina, very much a military kid. My mother was in the military, so I grew up um, kind of all over the United States. Never was able to really um, experience leaving the country, but traveled around Fort Knox, Kentucky, um, Aberdeen Proving Ground. So I've kind of been all over the United States. I attended a high school in Fayetteville, North Carolina. It's, a, it's not a small school, but compared to some of these schools that you see nowadays, it's actually you know, a little on the small side. It's called E. Smith Senior High School. Um, there I played football for three years. I would play JV as a sophomore because we didn't have freshman football. Ninth grade was still considered junior high. So, you know, junior high, I was still very much ninth grade playing junior high football. So when I got to high school, I was an all-state selection for both offensive and defensive line. You know, I uh, played really well there, did well, got a full ride to go to Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Um, during that time, I was being recruited by some pretty big – named teams at the time, Michigan State, when um, Nick Saban was there. I like to brag about that a little bit and always tell people that Nick Saban recruited me and I was like, where, when he was at Alabama? I'm like, no, when he was at Michigan State. But uh, once I went to UNC, it was a great decision for me. I loved it. While I was there, I redshirted my first year um, just for a little bit of information, redshirting is nine times out of 10 is when a freshman comes in from high school, they're not ready to make that jump from high school to college. They need a little extra time, a little extra training, working out, whatever it may be. I mean, just getting used to the rigors of the college environment now. So once I played as a uh, redshirt freshman, I was, cons I was given the uh, Rookie of the Year Award, which was one of the biggest honors that I've ever received. It was just with all the great players in the ACC and even on my own team, it was just such a great feeling to, for somebody to say, out of all these other rookies that are out here playing with you, we feel like you're the best one. So that was just something that has always stuck with me and something I'm very proud of. You know, like I said, I was a four-year starter there at UNC. I played defensive end my first two years, and then I moved to defensive tackle my last two years. Uh, started for the uh, nation's number one defense two years in a row from 96 to 97. We were college football's best defense, and, you know, that's definitely something I like to brag about. I even tell my kid about it. Um, you know, after playing there for four years, I was drafted in 1999 in the second round, 49th overall. Um, started – I'm sorry, I almost forgot to tell you who I was drafted by. <laughs> I was drafted by the Chicago Bears. Um, started eight games there. I was also um, made the all-rookie team. I was voted all-rookie team in 1999, which was another amazing feat that I'm extremely proud of. Um, also, I played uh, nine years in the NFL, won Super Bowl 42. So, you know, I know there's some people out there that are going to be booing me right now, but it was one of the greatest experiences that I've ever been a part of was being at the Super Bowl and beating the New England Patriots. And it was the year that they were undefeated and everybody had already drawn up all the fanfare and made all the books and how great everything was gonna be for them. So to win that game was just one of those things that was 
like overwhelming. I had my family there, my son, my daughter, my wife, my father-in-law, my mother. It, it, was just, it was just a great opportunity for me and my family. As I said, I have a son who plays down at the uh, University of Arizona. Um, he's going into his sophomore year. He played as a true freshman. But there's just a little bit about me and who I am as a person and kind of what I've accomplished from a football standpoint and why I feel like this is something that I just kind of want to talk to people. And I kind of want to give them an idea of what their kids are going to be going through and what their kids go through just playing sports, and it's not just football. I know you're gonna hear that a lot. You're always gonna hear me say football, football, football. But please remember that I'm also talking about soccer, baseball, basketball, any sport that your kid is in, that it's all the same, the work ethic, what they have to do, what's required of them, it is just gonna be tremendous. So I kinda wanna start out with talking about the early years of your kid's you know, uh, sports career. Well, regardless of what it is, I also want to go into high school and I want to get into college. So, you know, we're going to sit back and I just want you all to have a good time. And hopefully, you know, some of the things that I'm going to discuss and talk about during this podcast are going to be helpful to you because that's really what I want. And what I want parents to get from this is what kind of information can I take from this and apply it to my child? You know, if children are listening, I want them to listen and say, wow. This guy did it, he has a son doing it, maybe he knows what he's talking about, maybe I can take some advice from this man and then apply it to my own life. So I just wanna start off first with talking about those early years of football. You know, first grade through sixth grade, um, because it's when you get into seventh and eighth grade, now it's getting a little more, you have to make different decisions, you have to make decisions that are gonna impact your future. So I just wanna talk about these first six years when you decide to play a sport, regardless of what it is. You know, I think one of the first things that most parents and even myself and my wife went through was what's too young for a child to start playing sports? You know, we hear all these horror stories about football and all the things that can happen to you in football. And to be honest with you, because I, that's what I want in this program is the honesty and to give you real information is something that you can take home and chew on it and, you know, chew it down to the bone and really think about what you're going to do and how you're going to make these decisions. I feel like it's up to you as a parent to decide when your child should play football, basketball, baseball, whatever they decide to do. You as a parent know them. You know their temperament. You know their work ethic. So that's something no one else can tell you when is a good time to start your kid playing sports. For me, it was very different. I play sports year round. You know, I played basketball, I played baseball, I, I did swimming, I did Boy Scouts. You know, I didn't play football until I was in ninth grade. And that was completely because my mother was like, no, you're gonna get hurt, football is dangerous, I don't want you to play it. So. That was kind of a little bit of a problem for us growing up because I really wanted to play. All my friends were out there. I wanted to do this. This is something I really wanted to do. And my mom had heard the horror stories, all the injuries and, and the things that can happen to you when you play football. So it was a tough, it was tough for us. It, it was one of those things where she, she allowed me to play all other sports. I could do everything from top to bottom, but football, football was just something that she just didn't feel was for me and just didn't feel like I should play football, which looking back on it, it's kind of funny, but it's, 
it's one of those things that as a parent, you have to know your child. You have to understand your child and you have to be willing to understand that there's risk associated with anything that you do. Um, can kids do too much? I don't think so. I think at that young age, that first grade through sixth grade, there's so much energy. I mean, you could take a kid to practice and they'll leave there talking about they're tired and then you stop and you pick them up some canes and it's like all of a sudden they have this renewed energy. So it's just like I feel like as long as you keep kids going and you keep them working and always moving towards a goal, you don't have to say in first grade through sixth grade, I have to decide where do I, what sport do I want to play? Do I want to play basketball? Do I want to play football? Do I want to play baseball? I don't think those things should even be coming into your mind at such a young age. It should be about having fun. You don't have to worry about coverages and did I set the right pick? You know, am I working hard enough? I mean, these kids are so young and so full of energy that you just need to let them go out there and have a good time. They, I just don't think that playing sports is ever a bad thing. I think it teaches teamwork, it teaches camaraderie, and it's something that teachers actually, I feel, like when they have an athlete in their class because they know if this kid gets out of hand or if there's a problem, hey, mom, dad, coach, you know, little Johnny today wasn't having a great day. He wasn't focused. He was kind of running around, giving a lot of lip and a lot of attitude. Well, guess what? Now when that gets to your coach, that's going to be a problem. Your coach is going to talk to you about that. He's going to discuss things with you and tell you, hey, that's not the right route. Like you need to be going, instead of going right, you need to go left. Instead of going left, you need to go straight. So I think that coaching, when they get coaching at such a young age is such a good thing because now it's something that I feel they hold on to and it's something that they can call their own. This is my sport. This is what I do. I'm responsible for this. If I don't make it to practice because I didn't finish my homework or because I had a bad day at school, it, it teaches kids responsibility and accountability. It teaches them that you know my actions have consequences. If I want to be on this team, if I want to be a part of this sport, then I need to do the things that I need to do in school. And I think that is one of the best things about sports. It teaches you that as a child. You know, you can look at it as a parent and you're like, is this really getting across to them? But if they love what they're doing and they love that sport, the threat that it could be taken away from them is something they don't want to deal with. It's like, no, I have to be out there. All my friends are there. I want to be there. My coach is depending on me. My teammates are depending on me. So it, it teaches them responsibility and accountability. Um, so I think that multiple sports is a great thing. I think that if you play too much of any one sport, you wear your body out. I think these young kids need to be focused on the simple things in sports, you know, the fundamentals. Don't worry about winning and losing. And that's easy for me to sit here and say after many years, because I can go back to a time when my son was young and I coached his little league team. And it was like, you, you get so caught up in the winning and it's just a competitive nature, and I got to compete. And you got the parents who, I mean, they, let's be honest, parents will jump from team to team. Well, I may be getting great coaching here, but we're not winning. I want to win. And, and it, then you start to get into that avenue of what's more important right now at such a young age. For me, it's the discipline you learn. It's the fundamentals that are going to carry you throughout your career, you know, and first grade through sixth grade. 
you're going to be learning the fundamentals, the basics, what hustle means. You know, are you worried about a route right now? Are you are you worried about running the correct routes? No. What you're worried about right now is are you giving it 100% every play? Are you doing what the coach asks you to do? Are you having a good time? Because once you lose the love for the game or someone takes that love away from you and they make they make the game too hard, they make it too difficult, they make it about what they want to do and less about the child, it becomes it becomes frustrating for the kid. And and I know I can and I'm speaking from experience because with my own son, I would put my own beliefs on him. Hey, you should do it this way. You should do this. You should do that. I played football, so you should listen to what I'm saying to you. And those are the kind of things as parents we need to really step back and let our kids develop and be who they're going to be. You know, they're not going to be us. You know, I, I early on, I didn't think my son was going to play football. Uh, he's a little bitty guy. Uh, he looked like a receiver out there playing. But as he grew and he developed, he, he matured and he started getting that love for the game, which was awesome for me. Um, also, I want to talk about equipment. I think that equipment and trainers at such a young age – I think we get scared to believe that you have to have the special equipment. You have to have the equipment doesn't make your game any better. Okay. There are things out there that are, that help the game and they make it safer, but nothing is going to give your kid an edge over another kid. You know, going to these trainers at such a young age, it's, it's difficult for me to sit here and to bash a trainer because I know football. So when I coached, I was like, well, we don't need a trainer and I'll be your trainer. But there are parents out there who don't know. And so if you can find someone who helps develop your kid and they're not going to take your kid from being a B student to an A+. You know, those trainers are going to give them basic fundamentals. They're going to teach them how to do certain exercises. So they have their place and they have their benefit. But if your kid is not going to see that certain trainer or he's not work, he or she is not working out at a specific gym, that doesn't mean your kid is not going to have the same opportunity. It doesn't mean that my kid's going to be a failure at sports because I'm not paying a ton of money to some trainer. I feel like a lot of what trainers do – Parents can do on their own. If you're willing to put in the work that it takes, you're willing to go out there and say, okay, I'm going to look things up on social media and I'm going to figure out, here's a video of J.J. Watt doing some things. Here's a, just whoever your favorite player is, whoever your child's favorite player is, watch them. With social media nowadays, it's so much access to these players and to see what they did to be great that it's hit or miss whether or not you need trainers. Um, so for me – like I said, I played soccer, basketball, swimming. I did. I was in a band. I played saxophone. I didn't play football until I was in the ninth grade. You know, and, and so for me, I don't think that football is not a good idea. But if you choose not to with your child, it, it's not. I don't feel it's going to be a detriment. I mean, you have to understand there are going to be kids out there that are already working towards those goals and they're working to be football players and that's what they want to be. Some kids know at an early age, this is what I want to do and this is all I want to do. But I think that those kids get burnt out and you need to give a kid a chance to grow and develop and do other things, especially if you do start to see potential as they get down the road. You see potential in your child that, hey, maybe they're going to be a really good high school player. 
Um, you know, maybe they have a future beyond high school. So you start getting caught up in, I have to do this, I have to do that. Everybody has an idea and has a plan. But I think as parents, we have too much information at our fingertips and at our disposal that we can make good informed decisions about our kids and whether we're doing too much and if we're doing the right thing, if we're doing the wrong thing. So for me, I just think at this young age, let the kids go have fun. I mean, that's such a cliche and you think that, well, they're playing sports, of course they're having a good time. They may not be having a good time because they can hear dad yelling from the stands or mom or whoever it is. And that's embarrassing at such a young age. I am guilty of it with my own child you know, yelling, hey, you got to do this right. You didn't do that. You didn't do this. And it took me growing as a coach, as a father, to understand that, hey, let us let me back off. Let him grow. Let him be who he's going to be. I'll help navigate and guide you, but I don't even know if you're going to play football. So that's, um, that's kind of my take on that and how I feel about kids playing at a young age and whether or not they should play at a young age. Um, just like I said, I'll go back to the very beginning of it is up to the parent. And you have to know your child and you have to know their temperament. You have to know where they are physically. You have to know where they are mentally. Are they going to can they handle the rigors of football? Can they handle, you know, basketball? Can they handle baseball? you know, physically, okay? Maybe they can handle it physically, but the mental demands are too much. So once again, it always falls back on, do I know my child and what's best for my child? Thanks for tuning in to The Route. Don't forget to subscribe and connect with us on socials for exclusive updates. We'll see you next week.